0: Hey you guys, this is Carolyn, and thank you for tuning in to the podcast, How to Get a Man, episode 4, Blast Through Your Comfort Zone. And before I begin, I want to take the time to thank you all for taking time out of your day to listen to the podcast For spending your finite time to listen to the message I give. And I really hope it brings value to your life. I really do. I really, really do. And if you want to message me with questions or what you'd like to see. Please go to Instagram under Funky and Bold. That is the Empowerment for Women business. And DM me. Let me know what you would like to hear. And go ahead and follow. And share. What I post. And I would be eternally grateful. So. The question to ask is, what is a comfort zone? Our comfort zone is a place or a situation where we feel safe. It's a safe haven with no stress. It's a place that is familiar mentally. Just like your home offers you comfort and it's familiar and you got your favorite snacks in the refrigerator and your favorite bowl and your seat and all the goodies in your house your comfort zone is the same but it's a mental state it's a place that keeps you safe and you're familiar with it and it's comfortable Right, so any situation which feels familiar to you is your comfort zone. So, say you have a favorite route that you take to work every day, right? That's familiar to you, you know the exact time it's going to take for you to get to work, you know exactly what time it's going to take to get from work back home if you take it there right that's your comfort zone but if you decide (laughs) to take a different route say you take some side streets you're not familiar you are officially Outside your comfort zone. You have no idea how long it's going to take to get you to um, get you to work. You're not familiar with these streets. You don't know if you should make a left or a right. You don't know if there's construction. You don't know. That is outside your comfort zone. So you continue to take your route to work. Proceed to get there in the exact amount of time. You know it so well you might leave the house a couple of minutes late. Because you know you know you tend to get to work early or whatever the case may be, because you take this route. But here's what I want you to know about your mental comfort zone. It's a lie. It's a place that keeps you safe, but it keeps you stuck. It keeps you exactly where you are. And the time that you notice it is the time when you realize that you are not where you want to be. That is when you realize you are in your comfort zone. It may sound contradictory. But it's not comfort zone is not a good thing because as people, we should always be growing. And your comfort zone neutralizes growth. So you tell yourself you hate being alone. But being alone and single, it's familiar. It's not risky. You you hate it, but you're not gambling with dating apps and going to clubs or anything like that. So ultimately, there's comfort. In your discomfort. Our comfort zone is constructed of our experiences. It's made up of all the experiences that we've acquired from our past. And when we come across negative experiences, negative experiences can result in shyness. And shyness causes us to be reluctant to act. Shyness is created from shame and fear where you feel like you're a bad person. Because you tried something or the result wasn't in your favor. So you feel bad about yourself. And then you're too scared to try again. And when you think about it, you tend to criticize yourself. You dummy. What made you think that you could... I'll never get that promotion. I'll never get that job. You think he would talk to you? Why would he talk to you? Look at you. That is your inner critic. And your inner critic will stop you cold (laughs) from acting. It will have you standing in one spot in fear. Sometimes literally. Here's an example of what I'm talking about. Say you're in grammar school and you have a crush on a guy. Your crush, he sees you across the hall and he smiles at you. You see this, you're about to explode with excitement. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, he sees me. (laughs) And you are about to lose it. But who spots this? The mean girls. They spot you and they promptly come over and make fun of your jeans or your keychain or your barrettes or sneakers or whatever it is in earshot of your crush. And now you're all embarrassed. So this is how you interpret the situation. I'm attractive enough to get attractive guy's attention, but I'll get embarrassed or I'll get hurt if I attempt to get his attention. So I won't even try. I won't try to look cute. I dare not talk to him. I'll just stay here and just stay out the way. Which is wrong because this is a misinterpretation. A lot of scenarios that we encounter when they Put us in our comfort zone. We don't have a full grasp of what's going on. We don't interpret it correctly. Because sometimes they happen when we're so young. We don't have all the information. On what's fully happening. Or we don't have the strategy. The experience. On how to deal with the situation when it occurs or if it occurs again. Those girls are jealous and insecure. But mentally, you just want to keep from being hurt. So you may tell yourself that, well, at least I get boy's attention. At least he's looking from looking at me across the room. I don't need to talk to him. At least they know I exist and whatever. Something along those lines you'll tell yourself something like that because the human brain is constructed to keep us safe right, and then our ego the ego causes us to interpret situations in a way where we can handle it so we can continue on so your ego will tell you the positive of this scenario I'm cute I can attract good looking guys I don't need to talk they're, they that you might even say they're jealous They're jealous, but he's going to look at me anyway. True. But your comfort zone will stop you dead from ever trying to talk to that guy. And that's where the happiness is. Even if it doesn't work out with this guy. Even if it doesn't work out. Having the habit. Of talking to guys. Or allowing guys to approach you. Is the key. In this particular scenario. Because that's where you get. The experience. The fullness And richness of life. And that's what happens to a lot of people. But specifically women. Who are not getting the guys that they want. They are in their comfort zone. Because something pushed them there. It pushed them in that scenario. I'm sorry, pushed them into their comfort zone because of some scenario that got misinterpreted and didn't get corrected. So now they're in the comfort zone. Their ego is telling them that it's okay to be there and they're getting some type of benefit from being in there, but it's all wrong. It's all wrong. So what I'd like to encourage you to do right now is to take a second. When it comes to attracting attractive men, not chasing them, not entertaining, entertaining cute weirdos, I'm talking about when it comes to attracting attractive, eligible quality men think of when a handsome and terrific guy noticed you what happened and I mean go back go back as far as you can remember and think of all the details and I want you to examine that replay it in your mind Think about the key scenarios. Not every run-in. But think about the key scenarios. What happened? Now these don't have to be situations where you had an opportunity to date the guy. Or he was interest in you. For example, you're in the mall. You see a cute guy or you see a, cute, a group of cute guys. Do they approach you? Do they make fun of you? What do they do? When they see you, what happens? And then think about what you told yourself after that happened. Now. I want you to look at that situation again. But I want you to look at it and analyze it from your adult Self. Who were those guys? Were they really guys of value? Where did you see them? Did you see them in a reputable quality place? Who were they with? How did you encounter? Were they with friends of yours? Were they with sketchy people? Were they in sketchy neighborhoods? Were they in quality neighborhoods? Were they in church? If they were, were in church, who were their friends? Were they with quality friends? And I tell you this because I want you to really think about who these people were as people. Sometimes we We put people in a light where you think they're amazing, but honestly, they weren't people that you were really engaged with in your adult life. You really have to put these things in perspective, like, yeah, He was cute, but he came from a shabby home (laughs) with shabby examples. And then look at his girlfriends. How did he treat them? Who were his friends? Were his friends quality friends or were they mean and gossipy and they tore everybody down? So, that's what I mean. I mean, really look at these people. Analyze the situation. And then think about the people in that situation. Are they people that you would consider friends? And even if you did consider them friends, what values did you really share? And these are the stories that we replay in our head. Because these first scenarios are our models. And what we base our life on. So you're saying that Quote unquote, cute guys treat you this way or that way when really it was this idiot guy (laughs) who had no guidance, wasn't really well educated. Who now is not doing much with himself. And you're basing your potential or your worth or your quality off the opinion of a subpar gentleman. That's what I want you to do with those scenarios. I want you to really look at them and then analyze them. And look at the person who judged you. You can easily compare that person to someone who, when I say quality comes to mind. It could be a father, a uncle, a neighbor, a guy that you actually consider a friend. Someone you can actually say is your friend. And compare that guy to the gentleman that you think of when i say quality and that's the that's the trip it's because we we can really base our worth on people who are not worth our time now and what they did was wrong and it was mean but Nine times out of ten, that person was troubled. It's really our thoughts that keep us in our comfort zone. Our thoughts can be like a wall of fire. That... keep us in place and every time we go to approach it the blaze flames higher and heavier and so we take a couple of steps back to stay safe now if you change those thoughts they could be your salvation And you change them by saying, I'm valuable. I'm worth it. But here's the key. When it comes to confidence, the way confidence works is repetition. You have to have repeated success. In order to become confident. Just like you drive in the work every day, the route that you take is successful. Right? It gets you there on time. Confidence. Is built. So to build your confidence. You need. A win. And the way you win. Is to change your thoughts. You have to think. That you can win. You have to believe. That you can go out there. And make it happen. Now, I understand if you're like, well, I mean, I could think it all day. <laughs> what am I going to do? How am I going to get these guys to pay me attention? And this is what this podcast is for, is to teach you how to get the guy But you have to be willing to get out of your comfort zone. A lot of people listen. There's all kinds of books. There's all kinds of books. There's all types of podcasts, videos. I do not pretend to to think I am the only resource you are listening to. Okay. In fact, I encourage you to have a few resources because you need a support system when you are changing your behavior. But the key is if you want any of this to work you are going to have to believe that it can happen for you. You are going to have to believe it. There are 8 billion people on this planet. There are at least 10 people (laughs) just like you going through the exact same things you are going through daily. You are not alone. You're not alone in how you feel. You are going to have to believe that if you try this, it's going to work. Now, maybe it won't work on every guy you try. Maybe it won't work the first time you try, which is fine because I mean, when you first try something, you stink at it. (laughs) Think about the first time you drove, right? You didn't go in there, start the car up, pull out, jump on the highway. That's not what you did. they taught you how to turn the key they taught you how to take the car out of park after you let the car roll for a little bit you applied the gas and when you did start applying gas nine times out of ten you hit the brake right might <laughs> be like a second after gas brake gas brake right And I won't even go into the three-point turn. (laughs) And I will not be going into parallel parking. These are not things that you just knew off the top of your head. You had to practice. Okay? (laughs) But you had to get in the car for it to happen. You had to be brave enough to get in the car. And with a skilled driver a car hugs the road but you get the wrong person behind the wheel a car is a killing machine so you have to be willing to get in the car trust yourself and take a chance Leaving your comfort zone is scary. You are going to be scared. You are going to feel awkward. You are going to want to throw up. (laughs) You may drive by a club a few times before you go in it. But you do have to go in. And I'll tell you what. When you are practicing. Getting out of your comfort zone. So you can get a couple of wins under your belt. Go to some places that aren't as threatening. Don't worry about. Don't worry about the club. Don't worry about the club or dating apps. I have my opinions about those and, you know, and I, lo- I love the club. You know what I mean? Go out, have a ball. Okay. But people aren't, people are in a certain frame of mind when they go to the club. All right. And you don't necessarily meet the highest quality people in the club. But clubs are awesome. I don't want you not to go out because I do want you to have those life experiences. Try somewhere that isn't as threatening. Try going to places where quality guys are and are approachable. Volunteer at a hospital. Go to charity functions. The gym. Libraries. Elevators. Anywhere. (laughs) Anywhere where they allow men in. You can go and try it out. Just try. And like I said, you have to get a couple of wins under your belt order to say okay this is what works this is what doesn't but you have to try what you're doing is you're expanding your comfort zone when you go out And try something new. You expand your comfort zone. Because repetition is key. So there are times when, yeah, you sit in the house. But now there's times when you go volunteer at the hospital. And you run into Doctors and orderlies and nurses and other volunteers. People picking up prescriptions. You run into all of those people. And even if you flirt. And they're not a match. You've made a friend. And who knows where that person may pop up again in your life. The key is to not isolate yourself. You're a little less lonely than what you were before. I remember when I was in high school. I was in high school... And there was a guy who transferred to our school who was so cute. He was so cute. And I remember we were in a study hall and he was in the back and he kept staring at me. I did not have the nerve to go over and sit next to him and ask him, what was he staring at? (laughs) I did not have the the guts to do that, and the reason why is because people around. What would they say? What would they think? What would they do? At I, I hated being teased when I was younger. When I would talk to a guy, because it just, it was just so embarrassing. It made me feel weird. You know, because, you know, I was just trying to talk to him. I wasn't trying to do anything else. So, I just avoided it altogether. So, I asked my friend to talk to him. She went and talked to him and she came back. But, when I asked her, what did he say? She said, go ask him. When I say that I was paralyzed with fear. (laughs) I mean, I could not stand up. Fear was real. I was like, could not budge. He was still staring at me. And he wanted me to come. But I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because if I talked to him. And brought it up. And he said no. He wasn't interested in me. I felt like. I would die. A lot of times. Our fear. Makes us. Interpret a situation. The outcome is going to be worse. Than what it actually is going to be. So, I did not budge. To this day, I don't know what his answer was. (laughs) But that was okay with me. Now, I don't have the same problem. I have my moments when I don't talk to guys. But that's really my intuition telling me. That it's not a good vibe. That something else is going on. And. I use my skills. That I've accumulated over the years. But I only accumulated skills. Because I had to get over. That shyness. But what helped me. the small wins the small wins i did have guys i had crushes on they all didn't pan out for different reasons i had to understand that it wasn't me maybe i wasn't his type but there were reasons why i wasn't his type he needed someone that was gonna be okay with him being a certain type of person. He needed someone that was gonna be uh a very intense support system. Other guys needed to understand that they had children but other women they uh other guys needed a woman that was. Accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Or he was trying to build a certain lifestyle. I mean there were other things going on. It wasn't my looks. It wasn't my personality. Or the money I made. Or any of that stuff. You know anything. But He needed something. That I did not have. Which is okay. Because I don't talk to guys. That don't offer me what I need, even when I aim high, which is all the time. But excuse me, I say that because even when you are dating a higher quality man, he still lives a life, he still has. things that he prefers over other qualities you know so I mean and that's his right and that's fine but you don't have to take it personally you don't have to tell yourself well if I didn't have such fat thighs no (laughs) no that's not (laughs) you know oh man if I just had no 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 When men are telling you no, it's because they need something. They're looking for something. And if you if he he can't if he needs to get that from someone else, that's okay. It's okay. You didn't do anything wrong. There's nothing to Criticize yourself for it. It's nothing to feel bad about. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's just he needed something from someone else. So really, honestly, don't... Don't feed into your fear. Don't let it paralyze you. To the point you can see. Don't let it paralyze you to the point where you talk to no one. No one's going to laugh at you or think anything about you. Not really. If a guy tries to hurt you or if a guy hurts you purposely, something's wrong with him. There's an issue with that, gentleman. That still isn't you. But you cannot be afraid to put yourself out there. You try. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But that does not mean you stay in your comfort zone believing that it's better to be there than to try. That is so not true. And besides, The world needs to benefit from everything you have to offer. From your smarts, to your looks, to your humor. Everything about you. Everything about you the world needs. So, blast out that comfort zone and contribute to it. With that... i like to say thank you for listening. Again, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, any previous podcasts, or anything that is posted or offered on the Funky and Bold Instagram account, please DM me pronto. I love to hear it. I would just love it. So with that, this is Carolyn. And I will speak with you soon.